Hello, everybody, and welcome to another My Music. Today, I'm going to be joined by the Deep Blue. First, though, we're going to have a little video, and then when we come back, we're all going to have a little sing together. Let's see how that happens. It's good to see the audience numbers going up as we go live. Uh, thanks to everyone who is watching. I hope you're having a lovely afternoon if you're watching live. If you're listening back to this or watching it back, or wherever you are, you're most welcome. The Deep Blue, thank you so much for joining me. Um, and you said that shortly after this, you've got to go off and do a little bit of a singing gig. So it's important, isn't it, before you you do anything to warm up so have you been warming up this morning I just need to make sure that we're not going to have an injury here <laughs> we have actually we've been doing singing all day really haven't we we've so been far. singing since 10 a.m yes mm. we did it we are going on tour next weekend I should say I'm I'm Neve. I'm Katie this is Katie and we are there are four of us we've got Georgia another singer and the guitarist and Sophie our drummer um and they say hi um but we were in rehearsal with them we've got tour next week and we are we're really excited to go on tour we just want to fine tune all the vocals so we do some vocal warm-ups but generally i think we we just focus on blend the three mm. the three-part harmony blend is yeah. vip it takes a while to get to it's just like constant practice to get the blend really as solid as it can be mm. and, and those harmonies as close as they possibly can be as well Exactly. That's, that's the absolute key. If you can hear in the background, that's my dog practicing his harmony. Oh, that's yes. a great warm up. Sometimes I bark as well. <laughs> no, you don't. I no, do. You, no, you don't. Um, just so that we can get everybody in the mood, um, uh, let's let's have a note from one of you. A note. You go. Uh, uh, very good. Um, let's have uh, let's have a, a, a little harmony. Uh, Beautiful. There you go. I hope you joined in at home. Uh, that was. Uh, <laughs> there's always a first on this show. I did you a little song earlier. Did you know? You it's did. On, on, you did a fantastic song. Do you yes. want? Do you want to sing it again? Do you have the guitar? I I, I do. I probably wouldn't be able to remember it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have. <laughs> it was have lovely. Complete amnesia when it comes to uh, to to songs. Even when I was in a band many years ago. The one thing that I would struggle with was remembering words, which mm. for which for a singer is a really bad thing. Um, it is yeah. tricky with words. I mean, the, you're looking yeah. at our main, <laughs> our number one culprit over here for singing her own words. Oh. In a three-part harmony group, where we're all meant to be singing the, our own words. She does manage to get a bit of individuality in I there. I do. Well, often, often the way we'll <laughs> learn a song is through like, you know, they'll sing it. You'll sing it if you're teaching the song, and I'll, I'll listen to it and learn it from that. And sometimes, some a few words just go amiss. Mm. I'll say the wrong one. I'll continue singing the wrong one until a few years down the line, and I'm like, oh wait, it's not. What what was the word? I can't you've remember. got completely. There's one song that we've got called Lemon Tears, which goes, <laughs> yeah. "How do you hide your lemon tears?" About like, you know, not being able to 
you're so so upset and grieving that you can't really talk about emotion so yeah. how do you hide your lemon tears whereas katie beside me is singing honey hide your lemon tears so it's a completely opposite meaning <laughs> she yeah. wants everyone to suppress that emotion yeah keep honey, it inside yeah. <laughs> keep it inside we found yeah, that one out i'd say after a tour we found that one out so she well at least you didn't make up something different for the lemon tears bit yeah that yeah. one yeah. could be that like, could be like, like Lemon yeah, you could have completely changed the meaning of the song, couldn't I mean, you? I could, yeah. yeah I could. I'm, I'm, you're challenging me now, Graham. Actually, I might in the next tour. I could just, you know, yeah, see what you could segue there. in. Yeah, yeah. she's Gladly. that's a dangerous challenge <laughs> with Katie because you know, like creativity knows no bounds. Um, but in terms having of said that, having <laughs> said that, actually, that goes down quite well with an audience. Um, now I know that you've been, uh, you've done touring with the lottery winners, haven't you? Mm -hmm. Mm. And I know when when you go and see the lottery winners live, one of the things that they do is they, uh, I think they're very good at teaching the audience a new song. It's a little bit like when you used to go to church, for anyone that did ever used to go to church, whereby someone would sing a bit and then everybody else would sing a bit. And that's that's a really good way to learn. Mm. And, and they do that with the audience, you know, they, they, they sing a little bit. Why worry, worry, worry? <laughs> And everybody go worry, and I don't know why everyone copies the way that he sings it. I but... know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that? We love a sing along. We do a sing along on one of our songs. He said, she said, uh, when we're live, and we did it at the lottery winner shows. And it's always the kind of a thing when you're when you're doing a support show, you don't know how the audience is going to react. Like, are, is it going to fall completely flat? Are they not going to sing along with you? Mm. But they did. They sang along really loud, and Tom they has did, them warmed yeah. up. Yeah, winners, they have that crew ready to go with the singing. Yeah, their, their audience is very game for participation. Yeah, like, just I don't know, it's good crack. It vibes. is good crack. Mm. It is definitely. I I definitely think it's the right way to go. I think you know, sort of warming the audience up, bring them into it, helping them learn, mm. and 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 then members of the audience in the middle of that as well also realise I've been singing it wrong all the way long. <laughs> yeah true yeah. absolutely when they're teaching you the song and you're thinking oh my goodness those are not the lyrics i was saying <laughs> yeah no. yeah talking about kind of your, what you know your inspirations in music and what got you into music um you know who who were you listening to growing up and whilst you answer that was there ever a song of somebody else's that you used to sing where you got the lyrics from oh loads yeah Go on. Who I you think listen to listening to growing up, I listened to loads of um, Irish music, something called Mary Black that my mum used oh, to Mary love. Mary Black, yeah. yeah, and The Cure. Listened to a lot of um, the vaccines and kind of those kind of mm. bigger like rock bands. And um, I really, really loved an album by Declan O'Rourke, who's like an Irish singer. Me and my sisters be obsessed with that. But the one that really, really got me was um, Pompeii by Bastille, if you remember that song. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. And it goes, how am I going to be an optimist about this, is the chorus. How am I going to be an optimist about optimist this? About this. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And um, I was in Pompeii on a school trip. And me and my friends were singing it. And then gradually, one of my friends was like, what are you singing? And I don't know how, but I was singing 
how am I going to stand up to Mr. Pompeius? I'm not really sure what I'll say. <laughs> how am I going to stand up to Mr. Pompeius? Like this. Oh, oh, love that. Everyone laughed at me. Everyone laughed at me. And obviously, how am I going to be an optimist about this? But I just thought somehow that the word Pompeii, because it was the name of the song, had to work its way in. And that's where I chose to put it. That is, why not? So there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a similar story? To um. Well, I, I was saying, so the, the music I listened to growing up is very much a reflection of what my parents listened to. So I remember when I like found my, in a way, found musicality. So I had piano lessons from a young age, but I remember one time I was like, I'm going to put on one of my dad's jumpers and sit and listen to uh, Simon and Garfunkel and feel really hippie. Yeah. And I, I loved like, you know, Simon and Garfunkel, Aretha Franklin, and we'd listen to a lot of like compilation CDs. So like America Big Hits or mm. a lot of French music and Spanish music because I've got a lot of... Uh, like Latin American influences in my family. Um, but uh, words that uh, I've got wrong, I get loads wrong. And I, no, none spring to mind for me, but a friend of mine told me that they uh, they work with someone who would, instead of, you know, the Fleetwood Mac, tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Somebody would sing, tell me lies, tell me sweet porky pies. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love a bit of twisting it. Absolutely. Twist it, sweet yeah. porky pies. Absolutely. Uh, the, the one that kind of story that kind of springs to mind for me is the other The other thing of that as well is that you'd, you'd have a song which was so complex in terms of the words mm. that um, people would sing most of it with their head down. Mm -hmm. Right, and then only at the one word that they knew they would put their head up. And the the the, the great example of that when I used to go out and I used to go clubbing when they used to play like indie music in clubs. Sorry about mm -hmm. the dog in the background. I'll, I'll let him in so you can see him in a minute. Um, <laughs> is uh, was um, not losing my religion by REM, but it's the end of the world as we know it. Do you, you know that song? Yeah. It's the end of the world. Now, of course, everyone knows the chorus bit, but the rest of it, everyone was just going <laughs> apart from one word, which is Leonard Bernstein. And that was it. Everybody would put their heads up and their hands up and sing Leonard Bernstein and then go back down to looking down again. Yeah. 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 You should wow. look out for that at gigs when you're playing and looking into the crowd that there will be like this one bit of the song that everybody knows and then they're like oh and then they, they go back down to their feet would you like to see the dog would you like to yeah, see the dog absolutely. okay we're going to see the dog uh, is, is it, listen if you're listening to this uh on spotify sorry there's a there's a brief interlude whilst we go and find the dog uh in the brief interlude the, the deep blue will entertain you with some whistling uh, or maybe maybe not well i think maybe we should try and guess what the dog is from its bark i'm thinking okay. Dalmatians yeah. out of the question. I'm thinking Saint Bernard is out of the question. Saint Bernard is out. Oh, oh, it's a sassy dog. Always oh. gets the same reaction. Always oh, gets the same reaction. There gorgeous. he is. Wow. Say hello. Beautiful eyes. Hello. What's the name? See, that was worthwhile, wasn't it? Yeah. What's the name of the dog? The name that. Well, that's a really interesting point. So the name oh. of the dog uh, is Trooper. Oh. Okay, and Trooper is actually named after a beer, which is named after a song. So it's you know it, there's a musical connection there. Very nice, right. lovely. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Troop, Trooper's named after the uh, Iron Maiden based beer Trooper. Uh, not not for any particular reason not other Abba. than no. <laughs> oh yeah, Super Trooper. Abba. <laughs> well, we are we're massive um, Abba fans in the house as well um but it was literally that that's what 
that's before I gave up the the alcohol. Um, mm. But we had we had a a bottle of that in the house. That's what I was drinking whilst we were deciding what the dog's name was. Um, and and I looked at the bottle and went Trooper, and everyone went, "That's a good name." So there you go. It's stuck, and it, it seems to work. Seems to work yeah. for for him. Yeah. Where? Yeah. How did you meet? How did you get started? So George and I, the guitarist, we wrote a set of songs in the first lockdown because we wanted to kind of do a more, have like a project that was more like indie, upbeat, but we really love three-part harmony singing because we'd done that before and we've been doing that for quite a few years singing together. And I had heard Katie singing at an opera workshop a couple of years beforehand and we were singing in a kind of a, in a choral group together and I loved her voice. And she had jokingly said to me once, oh, you know, I, I would really love to be in a band with you with you guys. And then we just thought, well, why, why are we not doing it? Let's do it. And we met up with Katie for a rehearsal and the blend was really nice. So we thought, let's go for it. We found a female drummer and she's amazing. Mm. And then the Deep Blue was born in, in lockdown, which is a weird time to start a band. But we did our first gig on the 1st of July, 2021. And that we've just it's kind of grown from there really isn't it yeah yeah no I sowed the seeds when I first said yes you did, you did. <laughs> how how do you find it out there as as an all-female band I mean we're seeing at the moment I mean this this is this is the week of weeks right I mean we've, we've just got uh obviously a massive now female band just just being launched in onto the market their album out today last dinner party etc some people saying, and I'm interested to know your opinion on that. Some people saying, "Oh, they're a bit of a, a plant record plant band." You know, they've kind of, you know, maybe had a bit of a hand up and whatever. And I wonder actually uh, whether that would have been levied at them if they were a, a male band, etc. How how do you find it out there? Absolutely, I think um, you know they they are. I think the more all female bands, the better. Mm, we're definitely of that opinion. I think it's amazing, but. You know, they're obviously having they have a lot of support behind them, but mm. there are so many bands that have huge amounts of support behind them. I just think they're like the the really steep rise um in fame, what they're doing is is always gonna make people ask questions. But I think if people are really enjoying what they're doing, and we mm. played a festival with them this summer and we played Why Not Festival, and it's really cool. Their music is cool. I'm excited to hear the album. Yeah. I just think people are don't ask questions about things that maybe they should be asking questions about. But if it's an all-female band that suddenly shoots to stardom, then definitely yeah, eyebrows are going to be raised. Yeah, which is a bit... Very quickly, yeah. It was nice, though, because I remember actually speaking... Well, they, they were in, like, their buggy on the way to... Wherever they were on the way to. And I was like, well done, loved your gig. And they were really sweet and, like, humble about... Um, they were like, oh, thank you. Just, like, you know, they're girls doing their thing. And it's they sound great. I love their music. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think so. I mean, I, I, you know, it's original and and that's yeah. brilliant, and that's what we need, you know, because there's uh, there's been a lot of copycat music out there for quite a long time now, and it's it's nice that there's some originality coming through, and people, yeah. you know, are producing music with. I think actually, what people are doing now is producing music, both that's trying to to be different but also does wear its influences on its sleeve quite nicely as well. And you can hear the influences there. Do you, do you feel that you, you, do you wear your influences on your sleeve when it comes to your music? I think it's less conscious mm. for me, perhaps, 
with writing because it tends to be quite stream of consciousness. But I think for um, Georgia does our demos and she kind of like has, I can always tell when she's been listening to a certain yeah. artist or a certain album. When she went through a Kate Bush era, that was <laughs> our music took a real turn <laughs> during that, mm. that period. But I think she kind of feels the influence potentially more in instrumentation I think than in actual chorus songwriting itself. But we love Fleetwood Mac. We love yeah. Big Thief, Johnny Mitchell. I was gonna say when we go into a studio as well, we'll have like a list of the songs that we kind of are inspired by. I want the sound world to be in the, in the mm. same as. So mm. and often that will involve like Fleetwood Mac or, or Hyminess, mm. which is a lot in the orchestration and maybe some of the the harmonies as well. Mm. Yeah, for sure. It's it's a fun thing to do. I think you just have to put your own spin on it. And I also I think that that's what we're trying to bring three part harmony into the indie pop indie folk world, where there's three lead vocalists and they kind of interweave as opposed mm. to backing vocals or harmonies. And I like that the vocal switches around whoever the lead is on certain songs between the three of us. But mm. I think um, I'm sure people have their favorites of our voices that always tickles me after gigs there's always like maybe like one or two people who like grab one of us <laughs> and they're like you're my favorite <laughs> you're my favorite voice so really? it doesn't tear that, them apart no i know i think you should capitalize on that then to me i you know i i run a, a marketing business during the day so that that's what i do but that immediately speaks to me as an idea and i think what you should do is you should have merch like you should have T-shirts where you have I love, you know, and it, it, different names within the band. And you make well, it into a bit of a competition. Well, we have, that is actually a sneak peek of our of our tour, our next tour. Plan. Oh, my word. Today, it's not with T-shirts, but we had this really, I have this silly idea. So I'm going to get like an artist to draw a picture of like a caricature of our four faces and get a scoreboard and buy a, at a gig you can buy a transfer tattoo of each of our faces and there'll be a tally of like running like <laughs> whose face has been bought the most to support oh, like each band member and kind of a choose your fighter kind of situation yeah and then at the end of the tour we'll tally them up how many how many people um picked whoever is their favorite <laughs> but not for this tour but for for our next one that we're planning for the end of the year it's going to be things i know who it's going to be though it's going to be sophie, sophie. Yeah. <laughs> Our drummer. People love our drummer. <laughs> We're like the admin assistants. Yeah. For her startup. You run people. her fan, fan I run her club. Sophie's fan club. Yeah. <laughs> people love her. I think we might have to do that on uh I think we might have to do that on social media over the next couple of days as this interview goes out. We might have to where there's the poll option available. I think we might actually have to do that poll. Right, and just well, see where that goes. I think that's. A, I, think, I, mean, I think that's you, a great you idea. Absolutely, go for it. Tear the band apart. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I really don't want to do that. But but also, I think I think what fans could do is they they could turn up with uh, if they want to join in with the fun because it's just a bit of fun. That's all it is. That always mm -hmm. great, but I'm yeah. only joking. Yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, if if they want to join in with the fun, then they could actually make their own T-shirt to come to the gig in. Um, with a, a picture of whoever it is that they want to be the favourite within the band, um, and uh, and then they can wear that to the gig, and then they can leave with one of your t-shirts. So that's mm. good, you know. Yes. And, then, and that's the important thing. They have to leave with one of your t-shirts. Yeah. So they so they they design their own t-shirt and they bring it, and then they buy one of our t-shirts. Is that what you think? Yeah, that's right. And then they've got two deep the deep blue 
T-shirts. There we go. We can sign it. We can sign their T-shirts. Ah, if they make one, you'll sign it. Oh, you'll sign one of theirs. We've had some lovely things from fans over the last like year and a half. Some lovely messages. People being like really kind. We've got. We know we've got a few people flying from Belgium and from Ireland for this tour that we've got going, which is amazing. People are really committed, but we have yet to do a T-shirt design no situation so maybe you'll inspire this in yeah. people graham maybe you'll get that going now i spotted eagle-eyed uh that one of the places that you played in the past is the greenbelt festival so yeah. Just, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, Greenbelt. yeah that's really interesting i actually used to be uh, a member of the festival radio association who actually ran the radio at greenbelt festival right, right. okay small world um yeah. what got you involved what got you involved in what is essentially a christian arts festival well it was pretty bizarre because we didn't we didn't actually know at the time that we were booked that it was um a christian festival um and our booker put us forward for it in the lineup i'm not anything that if lauren vula was playing at my local bank Oh I would God, go yeah. and join the lineup. I would any anywhere she goes. Is... I saw her name. I was blind. Yeah, exactly. Right. Is that we like, what it was? Is that yeah, what it was? That's what it was. I didn't. Lauren we didn't know Vula, it was yeah. Christian Festival, and then we said yes because she, they said Lauren Vula's on the lineup. And then when I looked into it more, and we were like getting getting some information from the website, um, it was really interesting. It was really inclusive, and they were. It was not. I was brought up like Irish Catholic, and it's not queer friendly in the Catholic Church, but it's really queer friendly. There was loads of queer yeah. events and lots of um really really lovely talks on spirituality and philosophy and i really enjoyed it and you, yeah. you managed to stay for a little bit didn't you but we actually stayed the whole weekend yeah well. well i remember like even when we found where we were camping that night as well we did a lot of camping in summer which was fun mm. um but like there were people up 24 hours to give coffee tea and blankets and mm. it was just so wholesome having come from like indie festivals which are a lot of fun but you kind of you just like you go out, you come back to your tent, and then you, you crash. Yeah, but like, yeah. I'm glad we're having this conversation because it has got a wonderful vibe, hasn't it? Oh, as, as a festival, it's, it's got an incredibly vibe. wonderful vibe. I, I don't think if people, if if you've ever thought about it or ever looked at it, please don't be put off by the fact that you know uh, it, you might read in some literature that it's a Christian arts festival. Please don't. You, you, I think most of us have got a spiritual side, whether we know what we believe in or not. And I think actually it's great place to go and kind of explore kind of the spiritual side of yourself and and the spiritual side of music as well i think it's a mm -hmm. it's a great bringing together of arts and things so i just wanted to take your, get your take on it because i think it is yeah, good. absolutely yeah you know the world is very very small right very very small if, when you look at connections so i'm going to give you a connection that just came out there so you said it was mainly to do with laura and laura her musical director this is going to blow your mind laura's musical director and drummer is a guy called troy miller did mm. you know that yeah yes we met him afterwards they're lovely lovely and troy miller was in a band with me when i was 14. oh wow. nice. that is a small world it is a small world and the first place we played as a band was greenbelt <gasps> That's wow. really nice. So he's played it. He's played it in various different ways, I guess. Yeah, wow. yeah. He, he played it. He played it. Age ten, playing drums on a bandstand. Very nice. Gosh, wow! Perfect. I can't remember. There what the, you go. The audience you go. we played for at Greenbelt was so 
friendly and attentive mm. as well it was it was really it was really nice and yeah, you also don't have to if you're not like if you're atheist or if you're not religious and um you don't have to like engage in any of the kind of religious stuff you can go and see the music you can get involved in creative writing mm-hmm. stuff you can go on nice walks you can have a really lovely time and you don't have to engage with that side of things if you don't want to there's really cool comedy on as well mm. um but i have to say it was it was unbelievably respectful the environment there was no pushing i mean we thought lauren vula was on the main stage we thought we'd have to run and get there really early because we wouldn't get a slot and there was just this lovely lovely gaps between people at the beginning mm. and we just kind of slotted in which was really nice but i have to say i do love the rough and tumble of the indie festivals as well it is but fun we'll yeah. do a few of them <laughs> yeah. yeah bit one bit of the other that, and the other thing is if, yeah. as you as a band one of the things that drew me to you it were the harmonies and the, the the fantastic songwriting as well but i also think you kind of you know you can probably bridge quite a lot of different audiences which is really lovely i mean i could see you equally at home at something like reading and you know maybe sigma folk festival would you feel like yourself yeah definitely i think that's that's something that we were really grateful for that we yeah. have the balance of folk festivals and we did play Sidmouth we played the Sidmouth Fringe Folk Festival which was awesome, awesome. and then we played main stage at Why Not which mm-hmm. is about as indie as it gets and and we really enjoyed both of them I think we have the songs like there's a good bridge between like our kind of more hardcore indie stuff and then like the really like it was called stripped back acoustic mm. stuff as well so it's and also like it's nice for fans to, or people at festivals to have a little moment of like relaxing acoustic moment in a set. Cause in an indie festival, a lot of it is like, you know, the music for the whole festival. Yeah, that's true. It's a kind of a, it's a more chilled indie option, I guess, mm. that has the harmonies in it. And we played, we, we've, we often get scheduled like that at those kind of bigger festivals. Mm. We played at Green Man, um, not this summer, just gone, but the year before in 2022. And we were scheduled for 11.45 a.m. on the Sunday morning. And that was clearly a very intentional decision. And we did a kind of a relaxing three-part harmony set in the middle. Um, we started with a few more upbeat, but the crowd were ready for some harmonies, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> soothe the, soothe yeah, the hangover. Some sore heads, I think, were yeah. in that crowd. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd prefer to see you maybe sort of a bit later on in the day. I'd see you more of the, as the sun goes down type. Oh, wow. I think it would be great hour. too. I think the good thing though is that we can we're versatile to do both kind of sets, which I really mm. enjoy. And we have a, a an evening with the deep blue set, which is just the acoustic stuff. It's acoustic hour, and we generally do those as secret gigs for our mailing list. And they've been so lovely to connect with fans mm. in that way and just get to chat to the people who are supporting what you're doing, get to chat to them face to face. So it's um. It's been really nice to do the mix of them. But we do love dancing around on stage. So, oh, you know, yeah. there's going to be plenty of that. Yeah. Are you going to come to one of the tour the tour dates? I, do you know what? I, I really wish you would. You, you said yesterday, though, that you've sold Bristol out already, which means that I'm just going to have to wait until another time. Oh, that's, you can come on the guest list. I'll send you a message afterwards. Thank you. Like Thank come. you. Um, uh, then the answer is maybe. Yes. The answer um, is <laughs> Now listen, we're we're running deeply out of time because you've got to go and you've got to go and practice. And I could talk to you forever because you're you're such lovely people. Aww. Let's just talk very briefly though before you go. What's the rest of twenty twenty four going to uh, bring from the deep blue? Well, we have this tour. We do. We have summer Kicking festivals. We have so far we have six festivals booked in. Some of them are 
um, ones that we have had our eye on for ages and we can't talk about it yet, but we're extremely excited. And then we have an EP, which we've recorded, which we're going to release, which is very exciting. I think mm -hmm. it's being sent off for mastering tomorrow, which is amazing. And then we have, after the summer festivals, we're going to take a little bit of time to get our kind of our brains recharged. And then we're going in to record our debut album, which mm. is very exciting. The whole album. Yes. The whole yes. album. I mean, yes. I'm very excited for that. I'm very, very excited for that. I can't, I can't, I can't wait to hear the whole album. Um, at the moment, you do have uh, you do have some music that people can actually buy, and some other bits and pieces as well. It's all on your website, isn't it? Yes, on the website and on Bandcamp, we've got two EPs and three singles out. Mm -hmm. So yes, it's all ready to go. It's all um. It's all there if you want to listen to it. And this new stuff that's coming is a bit more chilled, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a, a nice little gear change. Gear change. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Similar vein, but much more chilled and some really, some heartfelt songs in there that we've we've been playing to audiences for a while and they get a really good reaction. Mm. So it's that's some juicy fun. harmony. Some juicy harmony. Yeah. That's true. The juice is real. <gasps> yeah, it is. Folks, uh, thank you so much for, for coming on today. This has been the wonderful Deep Blue. Um, if you enjoy your harmonies, uh, then please, thank you, uh, do um, check out their music uh, and um, go to their website or Bandcamp and fill your boots. In fact, today is Bandcamp Friday. Yes, so it this is. is the perfect day to buy at Bandcamp. Um, I wrote about it this morning, actually. Um, so do do that. Uh, go and go and check out and get rid of all of their stock. Now, <laughs> um, so then cause cause them a massive problem, so they have to take it all down off the interweb. Absolutely, um, crash the site. Yeah, uh, and and we look forward to uh, seeing the poll with the different band members so that, yes. that, that we're all going to take part in, um, and uh, and getting one of those lovely little transfers throughout the summer. You have to be at the gig for it to to, to be part of it. You know, not mm. there, you lose out. If you're not um, there, you can't get our face tattooed in your arm. Yeah, so. Very just sad. Like, that, would, that would, I mean, and that will be the highlight of someone's summer. They probably won't wash for the rest of the summer. No, <laughs> exactly. You'll probably get complaints that you're you're causing uh, young ladies and and gentlemen to to not wash from mums and dads all over the country. Goodness. Folks, the wonderful deep blue. <laughs> Uh, if you've enjoyed this talk today, please share it with your friends, your family, your dog, your cat. Uh, my dog's uh, now disappeared off because, you know, after all of the attention, he's decided that uh, the kitchen is better because there are tidbits. Um, if you have enjoyed this, thank you for, for being here. And we'll see you again soon with some more of my music. Thank you so much. Thanks, Graham. Thank you so much. <laughs>